our first broadcast of 2023 all my skate videos we're back we're here to talk about a video no one asked us to review no one's expecting us to review i don't think many people remember this video but globe footwears united by fate episode three we're going to talk about that eventually but first i am carl and i'm joined with some awesome people such as brian in chicago brian how are things hey man doing all right this is Thanks the asking. yeah this is the first time we've chatted in 2023 so how's the year been going for you so far uh it's been all right cold i think i've said that on half of every <laughs> podcast we've ever done uh comes with the territory i guess mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh! i had my first panic attack a couple weeks ago damn tell us that was that was, that was a wild one um actually tell us yeah, in a yeah. bit because we're also joined with uh <laughs> from the rab video fan favorite already a bunch of people have reached out to me in person and said that they love that rab video we're also joined by tracy g a few blocks away in philly what's up tracy uh what's up man i'm chilling thanks again for uh coming back have you gotten any notable uh comments or words thrown at you from the rab episode i know that i've gotten a lot of praise and from people that uh, said they listened to the whole thing little tommy tenstare said he listened to the episode at school which i thought was pretty tight <laughs> was there anything that ended up in, through your ears from that episode no nah, I, I did get some good feedback i was a lot of people were pretty psyched and uh a lot of like all of the stories behind like the footage and stuff a lot of people didn't know so they were they said that was kind of cool to hear uh I think two people DM me to buy a copy. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And then um, I think that was, other than that, just like word of mouth, just chill stuff. Like people see me skating, all that was cool. They talked about Rav and it was cool to have like a video that uh, the homies were in like on the podcast. So yeah, yeah, I'm glad. Oh, yeah. Main, main thing. When are you doing another one? It's like, ah, that's... Sorry, that's that's just not going to happen. Like another pod or another video? Another rap. Oh. I, that's just, unfortunately, not in the near future or any future, probably, to be honest. But, uh, no, nah, it was cool. That was mad fun. I didn't even realize it was almost two hours. Just, dude, I probably would have just kept talking and talking and talking. So <laughs> That's why we that have was... to do a, a round two where we rewatch it again. Oh, dear God, bro. No, I'm, I, I'm probably never watching that whole video again. <laughs> we'll give it a few years. Maybe we'll uh, rejoin it. Glad you're here again, Tracy. Hey, glad to be here. Brian, do you want to talk about your panic attack? I know that uh, wellness checks are a thing. I always like to check in on people and their wellness. And I know I've had a panic attack before. I can tap into that. If, um, but do you want to talk about it? Are you good to go? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm, a, I'm an open book. Uh my first question was going to be if, if you've ever had one before, because I know we've talked a little bit about mental health, but not being the focus of the pod, I think most of that conversation happens off air. Um, yeah, it was it was like 10 o'clock at night, middle of the week. I had work in the morning, so I was just trying to go to sleep. And all of a sudden, my heart starts pounding and like harder and harder and harder. Uh, so I, I lay down and I try to like, I don't know, distract myself from it. Because I, I didn't really know what was happening when it was happening. I 
it, it, it doesn't go away. It just starts getting worse and worse. And I'm like, all right, how long, how long can I sit this out before I have to call an ambulance? And then I'm like, all right, no, you're just being a little bitch. Uh, you're fine. Uh, you got some indigestion or something. You, you haven't been sleeping that much. You drank yesterday. Uh, you're just getting older. Grow up. Um, <laughs> about a half hour later, I'm like, damn, this, this really sucks. If I die right now, when they find my body, what do I not want? Like just laying around. So I started tidying up a little bit. You pushed just all the United case. by Fate DVDs aside, tucked it under. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I left Sorry and Manic Mahdi right on right on top. <laughs> so they're like, no, no, no. He he was watching the good shit. So that so that they know you had a slow death. That was epic. <laughs> yeah, uh, did a couple dishes just to be like. Well, in case, in case they do, like, oh, well, at least he, he, he tidied up, you know, <laughs> kept the place nice and clean. Um, and then, uh, luckily, in the weirdest coincidence, I had a friend reach out to me who was having a really bad night, asking me to just kind of talk them out of having a bad time. And me talking them out of that helped me get through the panic attack. Uh, and eventually, maybe like an hour or so later, I fell asleep. And haven't haven't fine since. Nothing happened uh, after that, but it was really weird. I've I never really really understood what a panic attack was, um, but I'll I'll never I'll, I'll I'll never downplay anyone who who says they've had one or are having one because I, I I've only had a couple moments in my life where I thought I was going to die, and uh and that was one of them. And I had like no control over it. It's really scary. Yeah, not a good feeling, but I'm glad you're doing better. You were about to, I think at the beginning, ask if I had one and I did. Yeah. When I was at Temple and long story short, short, yeah, long story short. With, <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, that's a good shirt. That'd be a shirt long idea. Long story shirt. Long story shirt. And it's just all over print, bunch of text. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met a girl when I was at Temple and I was hungover skating on Sunday who was there visiting, doing her master's practice for piano. And I'm skating Cecil, Tracy knows, hungover. You know, you're just there Sunday by yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's winter. Trying to skate that hangover off. Yeah. Been there. Right. And so we start talking and then we kick it the whole day. We kick it at night. And then this is Monday. I have to wake up early and take the train back to class. And I'm sitting in a, an early morning class and there's some movie going on and it's raining and I'm sleep deprived. And I, for some reason, I remember jellyfish on the screen. I don't remember the movie, but something like not quite gory, but like something aquatic like was on the screen and I just was not having it. And I think I left once I wasn't feeling too hot. So this is like what? 20, 2011, 2011, maybe February or June. Now probably February. Cause it was a few weeks before spring break. Yeah. Um, not fun, but at least I can say I've had one. Tracy, have you had any of those types of experiences happen to you? Uh, Dude, I really don't think so. I mean, I like I I wouldn't be able to describe a panic attack if I had one probably. It's probably just a 
I'm kind of accepting of things. It's like, yeah, we probably about to die, bro. This is this this nope. is it. This 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 a wrap. Damn, going out like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's probably like the extent of a panic moment for me. If you have one, let us know down to uh, yeah, 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 talk about I got it. You. Reflect I, I just, on it. I try to be calm. There's been plenty of times where I've I've definitely was like, ah oh, man, like we're not going to make it where we're going, or the car is definitely about to blow up, or we're definitely going to crash. And I'm just like, damn. All right, well, this is yeah, it. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, I had a good run, right? Yeah, I, yeah, you know, 34 years old. That's good enough. That's not bad. I take good it. Life. Saw a couple things, did, did a couple things. I that's put a video out. That's that's good enough. We have we got one <laughs> skate video out of me. It's an hour yeah, long. That's more that. than most can say. Yeah. What a tombstone that would be. Made a video. Got the I video want... out. <laughs> I just want my tombstone to say UBI on it. <laughs> I still I still laugh at that. Who started the UBI? I don't know. Who exactly uh, did. Penny act when I lived with Penny, he asked me something one day. And uh, I, uh, that that's like a regular response, like you be all right. But mm-hmm. I was just like, "Yep, yeah, man, yo, she tripping, bro. She'll be all right." And he just every time I would say something like that, he'd laugh. And one day he asked me something else, and I was like, "Bro, you be all right." And then he started saying, "You be all right." And then in like one of our group chats, it got shortened from the words "You'll be all right" to "UBI" to the letter "U," the letter "B." I and it's like, yo, how could we make it even shorter? And somebody was like, UBI. And I was like, yeah, UBI. And I was like, damn. Like, and we really took you'll be all right and shortened it to the letters UBI. Which seems inevitable in this day and age where laugh out loud, there was probably a progression of like laugh out loud, laugh loud to just LOL. Like, mm-hmm. you know, abbreviations do make our lives easier. Why not use them? Like AOL. AOL is a lot easier to say than America Online. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But I mean, UBI comes in handy. People complaining, you out skate with bro, UBI. Not <laughs> trying to do it all right now. Like, UBI, talk about it later or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Is there anything else noteworthy wise to bring up? 2023's kick in. Enjoy is done. DOA Oof. no longer with us. Are we starting to see brands uh, put to a halt or put to a stop this year? Is this the year that skateboarding starts to die out with brands? Man, I hope so. In the, ni- in the nicest way possible. In the nicest way possible. But yeah, yeah I kind of hope so. I think we're remember, due. Remember when skateboarding wasn't cool and yeah. like people people made fun of us? <laughs> I think we, we still didn't get have it. To, we still yeah, get we, that though. Which is kind of crazy at this point. Like I seen like a couple people look at me weird and I'm like, yo, like like Wheezy is on thank you right now. Like y'all don't get to laugh at me no more. <laughs> like like Lil Wayne Pro out here. Like I, I get I should one hundred percent that should have given me a pass. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think uh I've talked to a lot of people about it, even though I'm not actually in the industry, but would it appears to have happened is the pandemic hit and people were supposed to isolate and and do all that other stuff but people still wanted to be active and a lot of people took up skateboarding 
great for business. The businesses were like, yo, we back. We doing numbers. We got mad products, stuff flying off the shelves. We can't, like, remember at one point you couldn't find boards. You couldn't find trucks. Like, it was crazy. So the companies didn't think about what would happen after that. So they're like, well, we never want to, we don't want this to happen again. So they just got a bunch of stuff made and that cost a bunch of money. And it's back to just us being the people that skateboard. All those people that bought skateboards probably don't skate anymore. And now the companies are stuck with a massive, massive amount of, of product that they can't move and they all owe all this money. So they got to cut riders to pay bills and things are slowly just crumbling apart. And that leads to dwindle boards being on sale for up to 80% off on Cyber Monday, which, I mean, that sucks, but not for me. So, Did you take advantage of that? How many boards did you buy? I was kind of broke. I, I, was, I was so upset I was kind of broke. But I normally skate 775s, and they had no 775s. Mm. But oh. they did have 8-inch impact supports for $23 free shipping. And that's normally like a $75 board. Damn. So we just, I just took an adventure and brought eight of them Jones and whatever, like just in case I might size up to eight, you know, who knows? But I, if I do, I'll be ready. Let me ask if you had to uh, just accept that eight was the minimum, they don't do seven, seven fives anymore. Would you consider using a jigsaw to cut it to the dimensions of a seven, seven five? Nah, nah. No. So Dwindle makes... The seven seven five shape I skate, they make that exact shape in eight, and I I bought one like a couple years ago just to see if I could tolerate it because I heard they're really phasing seven seven five out, and they're trying to at least Dwindle was trying to make that like a shape for their like lower quality boards, which I wasn't having that, so I got an eight and I was like, all right, if I really had to do it, I could, but I'll stick with seven seven five as long as I can. Plus, I mean, with all the technology in some of those boards, like you probably make it so much worse jigsawing it, cutting it up. Yeah, I'm just curious if people were desperate enough to skate that lower size, if people would uh, do something of that nature. It seems pretty ridiculous, but I was curious how you would take that. Yeah, I mean, it's doable. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Pretty extra, though. Skateboarders are extra, man. Yeah, yeah. Ha, true, true. Um, all right, well, speaking of skateboard brands that are going out of business, not to say that this one is, I think, honestly, if anything, this has probably been one of the more successful brands that have dabbled in skating. We're again here to talk about the United by Fate episode three video. Apparently, they did six. I only remember the Lutzka one, really. And for some reason, I have this DVD. Probably because I worked at a skate shop that carried Globe, and I was lucky enough to get a physical copy of episodes one, two, and three. And I think somewhere in a shoebox, I have a keychain that has that um, black band. So I'll probably <laughs> yeah. have to dig that up. You can guess that it says United by Fate on the side. Um, you might be curious, what is it about Globe? Well, interestingly enough, I found out that they're traded on the Australian market. Uh, Brian, if you had to buy a stock of Globe, what would you buy it at? Uh, are we talking USD or Australian? You can do either one. I know what they bought. <laughs> I know the conversion on what it is now, though. All right, good, because I don't. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, 23 Australian. Okay. 
Okay. 23 Australian. So that's probably yeah. like 20 ish USD. Tracy, what would you that's buy a stock of globe for? Like how much money would I put in a globe? Yeah. If you had to buy a stock, what's like, what are you willing to pay for a stock of globe share? Is this in current times? Yeah. Yeah. 2023. They are. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I, valid I, question I, though. I throw in 50 bucks. You throw in 50 bucks? 50 bucks. It looks as if it's trading on the Australian market at 320 Australian dollars, which is roughly $2.20 US dollars. Holy shit. I thought you meant 320. I was yes. oh, 3.2. <laughs> no, it's $3.20. That's pocket change. $3.20. Bro, I'm about to go buy some globe stock. <laughs> you think it's going to go back up? I mean, next next pandemic. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> well, Austin Gillette's in control now, right? Like he's doing direction over there. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, I believe so. Yeah, some I mentioned that to somebody earlier, and they said, "Yeah, Globe has Austin Gillette." They do. Thrasher cover, Austin Gillette. This is true that they do have him, and let's not forget Mark Appleyard, which I heard recently that he's in the type of contract where he's he's just on for life genius kind of cool the legend program yeah kind of like how element has that like yeah yeah grapple <laughs> on people of like i mean you're gonna get paid no matter what the brand's been around however long but you're just on for life so, good move it seems like a good one like if you were gonna be on element and globe which apple yard is it's kind of a good deal what are they really gonna ask of you United by Fate 7 or something. I mean, how's flipping Circa doing right now? Right, right. You have a point. Valid. Valid point. Um, I'm going to do a little blurb about Globe taken from their website. Since our inception in the early 90s, Globe has always been at the forefront of technical advances in skate shoe research and development. The first sentence alone is pretty funny to read. Today, we focus on using more sustained source materials while still ensuring that durability and skate function are driving our design process. It's kind of cool that they have this little bio and mission that they're pushing for. Um, In addition to that, established in 1994, we are proud to say we have supported skateboarding from the inception. Skateboarding has and always will be a part of our DNA. Join us in an exciting new chapter of Globe Skateboarding. And that was taken from the most recent Globe website, which at this point in time has Austin Gillette. And who else is on there? I had this up, but Brian, can you name the entire Globe team right now? No. <laughs> I could take some guesses. Okay. Okay. Let's is see. Is Sammy that. Winter still on there? Uh, give me a second. We'll make this a game. Well, our games are supposed to be fun. I know, man. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Go. We've already said Austin Gillette. We'll have you, yeah. Yeah, we'll have you guys both go. All right. Give me the, uh, let's do the six pros that are on their six. website. There's six. Yeah. Gillette? Yes. Rodney's still on? Yes. Uh, David still on? Apple Yard's still on. David, for some reason, not on the team page, but you would assume that he's still wow. on, right? He was going to be the, my next uh, guest. One of the Desenzo's still on? 
on the team page website? No. Um, Globe. Globe. It's Chris Oslem? Nah, he bailed. Chris Oslem nah, bailed. not on. Let's Go was doing K-Swiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt Mun- <laughs> Is uh, Matt Mumford still on? No. I think Brian, oh. you said a name that could have oh, given Oh, Sammy me. Winter? Uh, it is a Sammy, but it's not Sammy Winter. Oh, Mon, Mon, so something like that. Okay, you're getting get, you're getting there. I know who I know the guy. I just I don't know his name. Raised in Costa Rica. You're not helping at all. <laughs> you don't know this <laughs> Costa Rica skate scene well enough. Uh, I'm gonna feel like an idiot when you say it, but I'm not gonna <laughs> look it up because I I, I want to just be wrong. All right, so we have Austin, Mark, Rodney. There's also Sammy Montano. Damn. That, yeah. I didn't know how yeah. to say it. <laughs> There's Aaron Kim. Who no I'm not idea. familiar with. Are you guys familiar with Aaron Kim? No. Born in Cypress, no. California. Raised in Huntington Beach. Sounds like a skateboarder. <laughs> and then there's this Fry's Tyloo. I'm going to share my screen so you can Ooh, see. I know that name. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard that name somewhere before. Yeah, it's Fries from Amsterdam, originally from Belgium. Now calls Amsterdam home. So there you go, six people on globe. Fun facts, right? My first skate shoes were a pair of globes, actually. Yeah, which ones? The Arm RMS threes, the Rodney Mullen threes. <laughs> oh, the black I and gray too. ones very first skateboard that was like the discovery that shoes specifically for skateboarding existed for me before Uh, that i was skating air force ones man i remember seeing that shoe rms3 i got the reissues in the closet right now oh sick when did they reissue them probably like five probably five or six years ago oh okay they reissued the rms3s and the chet the Chet Thomas Jones, the Chet yo. Fours, right. yeah. The Chet Fours, yeah. They reissued them, just okay. like one or two colorways. That that was that was the official shoe of Six Flags out by me. <laughs> I swear, you go to a Six Flags, every third person had a pair of those Chet Fours, with the wide ass laces going through them. Way too big. Yep. And uh, everybody loves a good airbag in the heel, right? Mm-hmm. Board feel, never heard of them. crazy i didn't know they reissued that i'll have to uh see see where i can pick up a pair (laughs) uh secret tape doesn't have a copy of united by fate but check them out anyway secrettape.com um i don't know this was a free dvd so i don't think i would pay very much for this dvd nowadays do you guys disagree have a different opinion that's a great by the way (laughs) Yeah, opinion was a dope video. (laughs) (laughs) Opinion was a dope video. Yeah, but uh, I have United by Fate too, which I I got in some eBay lot. Uh, I might have one, 
I definitely don't have three. Damn. I don't. I don't think you could buy these. I think you only just they just like gave them out. Yeah, and just online. I think even if I read this um, inside card correctly, episode three premiered on Fuel's TV Skate uh, Eight Block in July of two thousand and eight, and will be repeated for two months periodically after. <laughs> <laughs> Until the end of time. <laughs> it seems like a weird thing to throw in there. Uh, it is. It is. If if they put out a hard copy with all six, then, uh, yeah, then I'd, I'd consider throwing them some money. But each one individually, I don't know. Uh, that's that's a bit aggressive. Yeah, you got Go ahead, Carl. No, you just got to get the whole film at this point because it's on the Globe website, all six, so... To make it a physical copy, you got to do all six. I throw them 20, 25 bucks for all six. <laughs> I mean, for the Lutzka part alone, yeah, that's like t- 10 bucks or so just to get that song <laughs> stuck in your head again. That, if, if you watch all of these, uh, you can see like they definitely just poured more and more money into them as they went along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like the first ones, it's like no real effects, but you can see they put money into building those ramps for uh Oslem and shit. And then the third one, this is the third one is probably the most basic one. And then you get to the Lutzka one with all the digital effects on the shirt and you're like, yo, who idea was this dog? <laughs> I think that this one probably has a lot of money in it though, because they do this um Cayman Islands trip, which will come up for sure. Yeah, but... Good point. I don't know if the other two had a trip involved. I, I would think that this probably had a lot of money thrown into it. I don't know. Australia brands, I'm just curious how they run and like who in the States is buying Globe. From, uh, well, I don't know how true it is nowadays, but basically like, I don't know when this ended, but essentially Globe made a lot of, Dude, Globe was making bread off of, of thong sandals. Like, because they're, they're a footwear brand, but they also made sandals for surfers and they got a surf team and everything else. Like, Globe was like, uh, loosely, this is a loose comparison, but Globe is essentially like DC in Australia. Like, but at the peak of DC. Mm-hmm. So, like, when anybody anywhere had DC's court graphics. School shooters, as we call them. Oh my it, god! Like that's how Globe was in Australia. Like everybody wore Globes in Australia, so like they had tons and tons of bread. Like I'm, I could also be wrong again, but I think Globe bought Dwindle. That's something I read. Yeah, and then they sold it so that they mm-hmm. didn't, they wouldn't have as many smaller brands. If I read that report correctly, yeah. Globe was caked up, man. Yeah, and like still seems to be doing pretty well. I think the revenue is like millions for the globe industries like hey man doing yearly reports and things like that kind of money coming in flip-flops make bread yeah as long as you're paying apple yard amongst whoever else is on it i don't know kind of seems like a cush sponsor how much does apple yard really have to produce nowadays and he's been on there for how long right they still paying rodney mullen when last time you seen rodney mullen do something right <laughs> Well, he must have stake in it. Yeah. It seems did, like he right. would have stake in it, right? Rodney Mullen kicked up, too. Yeah. I have all this money that I've acquired. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know what to do with it. That was a pretty good impression, yo. And I talked to day one about the money I have. And it's just so much money. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no matter what he says, it sounds inspirational. Yeah, dude. Seriously, a showstopper in any documentary. Them TED Talks had me dying. Right. Oh, oh my God. I'm like, my man, they are still not going to be able to kickflip when they're done listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have high hopes. But his, his, his was a real TED Talk, too. It wasn't like a TEDx. Nah, it was like the real the real deal. Yeah. What's the difference again? TEDx, you can kind of do whatever. Or like you can uh, be the one that says, I want to do a TED Talk, and TED is when they reach out to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and TEDx, you have to pay to do it. TED right. Talk is like an actual legit one. Yeah. TEDx is for Braille and Andy Schrock. Yes. TED Talks are for Roddy Mullen. Okay. I think I can understand this now. The the three of us could do a TEDx next week. We just throw a couple bucks together. Could be fun. What would we talk about, though? Talk about Rodney Mullen doing a TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll just review his <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> TED, TED Talk review? Dang, that's going to be our that's, next... That's our next pod. That's not a bad idea. That is not <laughs> a bad idea. TED Talk reviews. We watched 2016's Rodney Mullen TED, uh, Pop and Ollie and Innovate. <laughs> Who do you think would play Rodney Mullen in a film? Oh, good question. It's, it's got to be Ben Stiller, right? <laughs> I am. Because didn't, didn't Rodney play Ben Stiller's uh, uh, double, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so that would be too fitting for Ben In Stiller which to movie? play Rodney. Uh, oh. Uh, Heavyweights? Uh, <laughs> good movie, right? <laughs> was it Walter Schmidt or Schmitty or something like oh, that? Oh, Secret Life of Walter Schmitty or something? Yeah, I never saw it, but I, I've heard that uh, anecdote a few times. And there's a skate clip in there? A Ben yeah. Stiller? Huh. Oh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. There we go. Yeah. We, we were close. Yeah. Not, we were close enough. Have you guys watched, um, what is it, Severance at all? No. Nah. No. Ben, I mean, it's interesting you bring up Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller like helps produce the show, I guess, and that show's a banger. If anyone's watching Severance, hit our line. We'll talk about it. Um, but Ben Stiller, what a talented person. And so is Rodney Mullen. That's that's interesting. So you say Ben Stiller would play him? I don't really see it. Maybe not yet. The homeboy from uh, Gleam in the Cube, because Rodney did the stunts for him, too. Josh Brolin? I don't know his name. I ain't going by. No, wasn't Brolin uh, Thrashing? Thrashing, the other one. Yeah. Oh, 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 was it uh, 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 Christian Slater? Yeah. Looks like it. Plays Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Steve Bauer was in Gleaming the Cube also, who plays Manny in Scarface. That's cool. Where can you watch Gleaming the Cube nowadays? I've never seen it. Oh, Prime. I got the files. I got Prime the files somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prime video. At I least. have the tape. I think I have the actual tape of Gleaming the Cube. Yeah. Oh, man. That's good. That's sick. 
I just watched it for the first time, like maybe two years ago. Worth watching. So it's out there. It's got to yeah. be on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it says on IMDb that you can watch Gleaming the Cube through Prime Video, and it's included with Prime. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, definitely give it a watch. N- not just for like the the skate tie-ins. I think it was a decent movie, and Christian Slater's yeah. fucking sick. It was pretty cool. Noted. I'll add it to the uh, queue. Well, we've covered a lot of ground. Um, we'll start to talk about the video. I don't think there's a need of break or anything now, is there? Nah. No. I, I got a, I got an interesting story about the fate of my first globe skateboard shoes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, hit us. Okay, hit it. So, remember, I didn't know skateboard shoes existed probably for like a year in the skateboarding. And finally get a pair. Like, my mom took me to the store. I needed sneakers. And she's like, you really want these skateboard shoes? I'm like, they the Rodney Mullins. Like, I... I like, I want the Rodney Mullins. So after going back and forth and explaining to her, like, getting getting the Rodney Mullins was the equivalent to me of, like, getting Jordans. I'm like, I, I need the Rodney Mullins. And we all know those Jones was hideous. Like, it wasn't, like, the all-black ones or the all-white ones. It was, like, the gray with the black patch in the middle with the black toe. And she's like, why are these $86? I was like, I I just want the Rodney Mullins. I'll, I'll put the rest, I'll put my own money in. Like, I just want the Rodney Mullins. So, uh, we literally, because I had bought, I had got Jordans earlier that day. Same mall. We took the Jordans back and I got the Rodney Mullins. Had the Rodney Mullins. Like, yo, I'm in the crib. Like, yo, I got the Rodney Mullins. Like, <laughs> I got the Rodney Mullins. Like, you know, it's no internet, so you can't post it or tell nobody. I'm just like hyped I had the Rodney Mullins. Skated them, Jones. For $86 shoes, the the part on the toe was literally just as thin. It was like the thinnest part. So that blew out like super quick. So started duct taping it on the outside. Kept skating them. Duct taping it on the inside. Kept skating them. Discovered shoe goo. Shoe goo them joints. Kept skating them. They were, they were beyond, like you couldn't, they were trash. They were trash. But I never wanted to get rid of them. This is the first skateboard shoes I ever had. You know, skaters collect stuff. And one day my mom cleaned my room and threw them in the trash. And I seen them and I went and got them. And I hit them and she found them like probably a few weeks later. And she was like, didn't I tell you this shit was trash? What did you keep these shoes for? You can't wear them. They got holes in them. This shit is trash. I was like, mommy, I, I just want to keep my rock. Like they the first skateboard shoes I ever had. Like, don't you think I should save them? Like, what? you don't know what could happen. These, these shits is trash. I was like, can I just please? I just want my, I just want to keep my Rodney Mullins, please. She threw them in the trash, right? And I seen them. I'm like, we'll go get them, Jones. And then she said, come here. And I kid you not, you know, like after you get done frying something, she poured the grease no. on the Rodney Mullins in the trash and said, yeah, get them if you want to. And then that that was the the oh. ill fate of my 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 first skateboard shoes I ever had. <laughs> so a couple years ago, when they reissued them, uh, my little brother got me the reissues, and he put he's like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of tragic what happened to your first Rodney Mullen." <laughs> so I heard they, I heard they came out again. I had to get these for you for Christmas. <laughs> God damn, yo! When I tell you the hurt. The hurt, the hurt, yo. Like all it took for me to convince, like I just want, like 
you know, when you're a young boy, you start skating, you anything Rodney Mullen is like amazing. So I'm like, like, yo, I really got like even my homies in the hood that didn't skate but like played Tony Hawk was like, yo, he really got the Rodney Mullins, yo, like he really, he really got the Rodney Mullins. <laughs> And she she threw them Jones in the trash and then poured cooking grease on them. Damn. <laughs> the temptation to get them and never oh, yeah. wear them was was strong, but I was like, they smell like fried chicken. Like I, I can never hide them. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, that a lot of memories. Like yo, I used to be heavy in the globe, so a lot of memories watching the United by Feats. I just thought I should throw that in there because talking about globe. That's good, man. I saw I a kid over the summer that had a pair of the Chet Thomas fours. Now I'm curious if it was the reissue or if it was an original. He had the shit kicked out of the shoe. Well, they might have been the originals, bro. Oh, that might be. It was crazy. I feel like those original shoes held up. Like, because I, I I skated the hell out of mine. Uh, th- I know exactly the part you're talking about where they blew out. Mm-hmm. They they had they had like a ton of stitching in this one spot. Yeah. And it's like the more stitching you have, the more shit that you can break, the more shit that's going to fall apart. It's not like stitching yep. reinforces it. It makes it weaker. That's why the one-piece toe cap like became across the board like the most common thing you'd see for a long time. That's exactly right. I, that's exactly yeah. where it blew out. And the, the funniest thing is that it's like a square with an X to it pretty yeah. much saying, blow out right here. Yeah, so right like, where like, your pinky toe hits. Yeah, in like a week or two, your pinky toe is out of that $86 shoe. <laughs> yep. But they was the Rodney Mullins, and I had to have them, so. Uh-huh. Everyone uh, has I, those I, items, though. I think skaters in particular get more just like enthralled with these items that we need to pick up, shoes we need to get, boards we need to get. Yeah. So, I had to have the Rodney Mullins, man. <laughs> I don't know if there are shoes like that anymore, though, really. Nah, no. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, what was it? A couple of days ago was a skate shop day, and I did pick up the America, the Mark Johnson shoe remake. Okay, I did pick one yeah. of them up. But That's a good job. I just always liked that shoe, like aesthetically, and I love a good cup sole. But mm-hmm. I also just kind of wanted to support a skate shop on skate shop day. If that shoe wasn't like skate shop exclusive, I might not have cared as much. But yeah, if, exactly. they were but like, if there's any way I could get those original Rodney Mullins back, man, yo, shit. When I tell you I ain't take them Jones off, like I was playing basketball in the Rodney Mullins, like because <laughs> I took I took the we took the Jordans back, so like I my only sneakers was the Rodney Mullins. So no matter what we did, I was wearing the Rodney Mullins. Oh, it makes sense. That you know what? It's crazy too that you were skating in Air Forces. That's a thick sole. Those that that was just like a basic shoe I could get. And like my parents didn't understand that skate shoes tore up and I mean really neither did I till I tore up the Rodney Mullins. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, I need new shoes. Like it's been like a month. Like what happened? And then that like as time went on, me and my like parents started to understand that like that stuff doesn't last forever. Yep. Like the first time I ever broke a board, my dad was like, they break? And I was like, I mean, it is just a piece of wood if, <laughs> if, if you think about it. Like, I guess, yeah, they do break. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, 
it was it was weird for me when I first kind of realized the difference between like suede, new buck, canvas, like patent leather, mm-hmm. and what that meant for like how long it's gonna last before I need to start, yeah, throwing duct tape or shugu or whatever. Nothing lasts forever, man. It's a shame. Yeah, man. Ask my Rodney Mullins. <laughs> yo, they had yo. My bad. One more thing. Yeah, they had some limited edition like shiny silver RMS threes that came with this limited edition DVD that I searched everywhere for, and when I finally found them, they was on SkateAmerica.com, and wow. I bought them. And I waited weeks, and they never showed up. And I called Skate America, and they said there was an error, and they never actually had them. The hurt. Oh, that God, sounds the hurt. about right. And the real thing was I wanted that DVD because I thought it had some secret Rodney Mullen tricks on it that nobody else had ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then I finally found out what was on it, and I was like, this was not worth anything. Like, the disappointment was real. And that's All when right. I found out... Uh, OG original globes go for up to 300 bucks on eBay. That's crazy. Like OG Gershon Mosley's 200 oh 300 God. bucks. Yeah. Like like globe really was like globe was really something and I mean I don't know what they doing now but at that point in time like globe was actually something. I'm looking at the state of America uh, website. Uh, I was just going to say you guys see the the I think I think it was Jankum did a piece on like this weird like German kink shit where people wear like the big puffy fat yeah mm-hmm. they wear like big skate shoes from late nineties and they like step on cake and then like, these dudes will will like lick the cake off the fucking dirty sweaty skated shoes yep and that's that's where some of that crazy inflation in that market came from was like a weird. I think it was a German fetish site. Yep. They well, bought they up were. all the old globes. Yep. That's where a lot of links, like older links and stuff went to. They yeah, would step on yeah. like food and stuff like that and uh, either lick it off or they would super duper slow-mo the videos and, and enjoy <laughs> themselves to it. <laughs> I don't even know how you, like how you even get that kink, yo, like. That's a damn good question. That, that's some childhood trauma shit. If my mom had let me keep the Rodney Mullins, probably could have made a couple dollars off them, Joe. Shit. you down payment on a house. Right about now. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, I'm looking at the Skate America website. Have you guys been on this website recently? Yeah, I was, at, I was on that joint last week. Uh, that joint done, you know. Skate America done. Wait, Is it they legit? Still or it... I haven't been there in like 10 years. They were legit up until probably a year after Cliche died because mm-hmm. uh, I was buying discount Cliche boards from SkateAmerica.com. Oh, nice. So is everything here like just not updated because they have DVSs that came out a long time ago? Like uh, Chico Brennan suppose- wrote for them and everything? Like is this just all a, a hack or what? It looks like a fake almost kind of website. I think it's a shell of what it used to be, but what you see is what's there. Because I don't think they have any boards, do they? They have like eight or so. Yeah. That's fascinating. And they they still have Habitat footwear as listed. 
Interesting. And it came up and then it disappeared. I don't know. Weird website. I'll have to reach out. They have a phone number. I should call it. Ask them where them Rodney Mullins at. Yeah, where the Rodney Mullins at. Who do you think should play Rodney Mullen in the next film? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, they got Fallen's from before Fallen went under. I might have to go to skateamerica.com. I'm just worried it's not legit. It seems like someone just made a website that they're claiming is legit, and who knows if it's actually going to go through with anything. But anyway, um, let's talk video. Yeah. All right. Reading off of the card, the video is big and black and white for this one van that's in there. And on this card that's in the DVD sleeve, it says, what is the black van and why is it chasing them? The globe skate team is on the run from a menace. It's hard to know if this menace is the creation of their collective mindset or something even more dark and sinister. Will they make it out alive? Where is it taking them? Find out is Jake Duncombe, Matt Mumford, Chris Haslam, Mark Appleyard, Paul McNow, Craig Lutzka, David Gonzalez, and Rodney Mullen become united by fate. United by Fate is an episodic or episodic video experience that viewers can enjoy full screen on their computers whenever they want. <laughs> in, glo- in global vision, it continues to say. Um, episode one and two featuring Paul Macnow and Chris Haslam have already been viewed by over 1.4 million people online and over 6 million people on television through Globe's partnership with Fuel TV. So there you go. That's uh, the in-sleeve. Let's talk about the video. The one bad joke I have, because I only have so many notes for this video, was why wasn't it called United by Feet? Like for shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Come on, man. Yeah. (laughs) Had to do it. Um, They have this M83 song that gets put into the uh i don't know if it's in episode three actually but i watched the other episodes and they have an m83 song in there i don't know if it gets repeated in each one but um a lot of these intros with a black and white filter remind me of better call saul have you guys seen that at all oh yeah how they have that flashback that's always in black and white yeah 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 when you it's how you tell the time difference between right. before and after right the one clip of Lutzka at the uh, diner in particular was screaming better call Saul flashback that's, scene to me. That's so accurate. Yeah. Drinking that Mexican Coke. Or was he in the Cayman Islands? Uh, that is apparently a diner that's at the Pink Motel. The Cadillac Jack's Cafe. Man, I was hoping there was some kind of storyline, right? Throughout this. Mm-hmm. Like like the van shows up at Cayman Islands and the van passes by this diner and oh shit, there's Lutzka in the diner. But no, he's on his way to go pick up Mumford. So Lutzka gets the pass this time. But no, apparently they just went from Cayman Islands all the way over to California and then they're they're back. Whatever. I, I'm reading way too much into this shit. <laughs> you feel as if there's no consistency with the storyline? I want there to be because I want it to make sense what the hell they were thinking. Mm-hmm. They're Australians. I don't know if you can really figure them out. 
You know what? That's fair. Maybe as far as Australia is concerned, they think that Cayman Islands and uh, L.A. are like right down the street. Yeah. True. Um, I do like this episode and I think I like the series because it shows the time of like when web shorts were a thing and how they catch up on episode two with Aslam. Hate that mm-hmm. song though. It always gets stuck in my head. The baddest card, Joe? Oh, yeah. that's an earworm for sure. <laughs> Dude, fucking earworm. Jesus Christ. Who's that song by? Couldn't tell you. Uh, V88. V88? V88. Oh, yeah. V88. Like the footwear. Yeah. yeah. Oh. If anybody um, has a pair of 88 uh, Christian Svitex, holler at me. <laughs> I'm not going to search the 88. Nope, don't do it. Don't, don't want to. That's do why it. they changed their name to Vox. <laughs> Yo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little blurb here I have about the Pink Motel where a lot of this is filmed. Maybe you'll find it interesting. The Pink Motel became a popular filming location beginning in the 1970s due to its pink color. The Motel and Cadillac Jack's Cafe also became known as the Pink Motel and Pink Cafe. Now the Pink Motel and Cadillac Jack's Cafe are primarily used for photo shoots, commercials, music videos, movies, and TV shows. Can you guys recall anywhere else you've seen Pink Hotel? No. Uh, Were they the hotel from Grind, that movie? Let's check. If it wasn't that, then it was definitely based off of yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks as if it's the Pink Motel. Uh, Unless that's what I thought. Yeah, when they visit the pool at the Pink Motel, the clip of them before they view the pool is actually a clip of them leaving. I'm assuming it's the actual Pink Hotel. Born in yeah. 1946 by uh, Maximilian and Gladys Tomoka. Roadside attraction. Yeah, I mean, I could watch this grind hotel pool scene, but um, I think they did a a four star thing here, or a clip in fully flared. I think. Oh, Rick Howard's uh, hurricane. Howard hurricane, I think. Yeah, for sure. Something like that. And Guy Mariano's there. Somebody had a globe tattoo on their leg. It's kind of bold. <laughs> Do you know who um, it was? It looked like it was Apple Yard, but that seemed, it almost seems like, why would you get a globe tattoo on the front of your shin? I'm trying, I'm trying to find the timestamp for it, but like, it's in that, in, in the beginning somewhere when they're all walking up in slow motion. Oh, in Costa Rica. Or, uh, sorry, Cayman Islands. Um... Hard to say. There's a welcome to hell sign. I don't know. Mumford walks out first. Doesn't quite look like a globe tattoo. Who knows? When I, when I see it, when I find it, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll bring that up. You find it, let me know. Oh, and it, right before that, when when there's that like dingy, I don't know if it's like a supposed to be a dispatch or wherever that that lady gets on the phone and says everybody's names. Mm-hmm. It starts off there's just a pile of a bunch of shredded dark starboards. Yes, 
and I did, I, don't, I never noticed it until this watch through. But like, why why Dark Star? Who on the team was on Dark Star? Desenzo at the time, yeah. even was he? Paul Macnow. And Paul Macnow would have been. Yeah, Paul's part was in episode one. It was episode one. Yeah. So then for episode three, they got a bunch of Paul's old boards. So does he end up at the Real taxi me. place? Uh, he just shows up uh, in the montage, which is later on. Oh, I'm thinking about like the storyline. Th- that's that's what I that's what I was hoping <laughs> I could make sense out of. I'm getting some uh, eraser head vibes from this taxi operator. Do you guys have seen that? You were right, by the way. That is not a globe tattoo. Super quick glance, it did look like one, though. I think it, yeah, it's some eagle that Mumper has, maybe, or some bird-looking thing. I don't know what this, what's this, what is this that Jake Duncombe does with his three fingers when Mumford's on the phone? What does that mean? Look, looks like he's uh, he's ashing the joint. Or hanging Couldn't it tell up. you, bro. His, uh, his 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 mimicry. He's working on his miming. Oh, you might be curious what the uh, BWI is in Cayman Islands. BWI stands for British West Indies, and that sign oh. is still there. It's a place legit called Hell Grand Cayman. It is located in the West Bay area of Grand Cayman, ten minute drive north of Seven Mile Beach. There's a hell road that it's on too. Sick. So this hell place is actually uh, a real place in the Cayman Islands. Is there any mention in the credits that Chat Childress and De- Aaron Navarrete are doing half the skating in this montage? Dude, I I was gonna make mention of that as well. And not only that, but like blatantly rocking Nikes. Right. Uh I think uh, uh, Peter Hewitt's there too, it looks like. Yes, this is Peter Hewitt. Yeah. So there's at least three at least three people in this Globe video, first skating in the whole video that are not on or representing Globe at all. It's kind of dope if they paid for them to go, even though they don't ride for the brand. It's, yeah. it's curious for sure. And then Chet uh, Ch- Childress gets the last line of this whole section. So he ends out. He's, he's the last memorable part of it. I think the most memorable part is just Apple Yard skating this <laughs> line during the day with an open up Hawaiian t-shirt, shorts, <laughs> sunglasses on, and he's doing Nolly Bixpin disaster in a deeper end. Yeah. This was his Nally Big Spin air. Oh, man. So hard. Jake Duncombe, too, also with the sunglasses. And then Chet Childress does... What is this trick? It's a blunt to back disaster, and it looks as if his headphones are about to fall off at the end. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very I... Chet Childress trick. Right, right, amongst the other tricks. I should note that this is the Black Pearl Skate Park, which is in the Grand Harbor Cayman Islands, if anyone is interested, the one that they're skating. At one point, the biggest skate park in the world. Is that so? I'm 
I believe so. Until that huge one in China got built. Dang. At least that's what I remember reading in a trans world 15 years ago. Probably up there. Still in the ranking. Anything from this skate park montage? I like the song. It fits. Yeah, it was cool. It's Australian enough, yeah. This black label run DMC shirt Chet has on is kind of cool. They skate this one bowl. Again, I don't think that they give credits to any of the non-globe skaters that were in this video, so that's kind of interesting. Um, Matt Mumford reminds me of Agent 47, who is the Hitman in the Hitman (laughs) series. If you guys have played that game. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you guys think about Matt Mumford opening up the trunk of his car with Bud Lights? Hey. mm. I don't even, I don't don't got no comment. I don't know how I feel about it. I really thought it was sick that, um, like, I guess, was he still on zero or did Slave start by this point? Slave, I think, was going at this point based off of the t-shirts that he's wearing. And Slave was like the price point zero, right? I think in the grand scheme of things, Slave ended up being a lot cooler than zero. Um, I don't know if it started out as the price point. I think it was just like a category or company for how to help disperse some of the team because it was so big at that point Mm -hmm. around Dying to Live. It was sick to see a, I mean, I guess it was sick to see a zero dude like ripping the park like that though. Like when you think yeah. zero, you think in handrails and hammers and my man's is just doing switch cars and shit like that. That's switch so that was car. actually, that was actually pretty cool to see like some not zero skating. Yeah. Not zero skating and just pretty impressive. Like, oh, that's like, naturally a pretty scary trick to carve over that big hole Mm -hmm. both ways that he does he does a very mumford line with half cap crook and then backside nose blunt on a ledge in a Mm -hmm. typical mumford kid of forward trucker hat black pants and a baseball jersey (laughs) not hating just saying i don't know it's mumford doing mumford some wall rides in there man yeah fakey lip slide Fakey lip slide was crazy. Yeah. Fakey lip was good. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Oh, the wall ride shove. I really like that one. I, I mm-hmm. did that trick in real life because of that clip. Another classic Matt Mumford board slide through a double kinker. <laughs> in regular motion and then in slow motion. Circa dying to live. Um, yeah. Can always count on Matt for that. Good tray flip on oh, uh, uh, the bank. The, the wood rail crook and back lip on a wood rail that that's pretty mind-blowing to me yeah ballsy probably the least satisfying kind of thing to grind wood yeah feels pretty miserable to grind i mean there's there's multiple reasons i wouldn't try that but i wouldn't think of it i wouldn't think to take somebody there you can see like splinters of the wood come up when he crooks it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it looks fucking awesome splinters are scary man Dude. Get infected. God, hell no. Hell no. I get stuck. Screw that. 
Oh, you get nerve damage. Yeah. Not interested. Uh, good, uh, good selection of street transition. Yeah. I mean, he did hit a lot of parks in this, but he's got some cool street transition spots in here too, which I, I've, I remember, I remember in EA Skate re remaking like the cab nose pick is under, because I thought that was so sick, and there's no way in hell I could do that in real life. That's a good John. I don't think I've done it on an extension like that, but on quarter pipes you can just like kick turn fakey real quick. Barely pop and probably yeah, fun. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, is this quality for sure? The the gap out and gap back in. I mean, that's why it was his last trip. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's another level of it. Um, well, we're pretty much at the halfway of the video, so we'll keep on going. Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, this Cadillac Jack's Diner is also at the Pink Motel, and you can see it in the background when this car is pulling up. Kind of convenient mm-hmm. location for them to uh, film these things. What's Greg eating? Yo, his name Greg, yo. <laughs> How many Gregs <laughs> do you guys know? It's like... Like, yeah, everybody just say Luska, but like, yo, real rap. His first name is Greg. Yo, Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg. Like, you, you out on the skit tangent, Greg. That trick was sick. Like, you would never say. Can you imagine just saying that? Yeah, Damn, Greg. Yo. Front, two, front two seventy lip. That was crazy, Greg. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see what he was eating. Yeah. He was drinking a Coke, it looked like. Oh, yeah. He's got the Mexican Coke going. Respect. Dude, I want to see Greg Luska's documentary so bad. I got questions. Questions on questions, man. Questions on questions. I'm looking at my man. He does uh, gun reviews on YouTube, I think. It seems like he's down to review whatever. I know Gifted Hater talked about him, but yeah, he seems like he's really built an interesting life for himself, given that this man almost rode for Crooked. You heard why he didn't ride for Crooked, why he got kicked off, right? I think I have heard it, but I don't remember it. So he gets on Crooked, apparently, according to Slap Message Boards, but he gets on Crooked, gets his board, and apparently requests like 150 of them to give to people. And they're like, yo, this dude is out of his fucking mind. (laughs) Apparently that was the start. They said he was just like too nutty and then he kicked off. So like if you ever come across a Greg Lutzka crooked board, grab it. Yeah. Because they did actually make the boards. I don't even know what the graphic looks like. Is it up somewhere? I don't think so. I just remember the ad. That's it. If I remember, it was a pretty boring graphic. <laughs> that's what you Greg on it. Just <laughs> G-R-E-G and that's it. Yeah, it's so weird seeing his first name, Greg. That's. Is there any other Gregs in skateboarding? I mean, locally, yeah, yeah but... Yeah, everyone knows a Greg, but none in the big scheme of things, I think. Greg Myers, I guess? Oh, good call. Oh, damn. That's good. Little DCM turned into what he ended up 
going away for a carjacking or some shit. Yeah, yo, his yeah. name Greg. Like, imagine getting carjacked by somebody named Greg, yo. <laughs> you just give I'm him the good, car. It's yo. not even a crime anymore. Like, my man, your, your name, your name Greg. You ain't about to carjack me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, Greg. Good luck. No, it's all about this graphic. <laughs> yo, this thing is it. This is the one to buy. Up on if you can. Apple bong going. Yeah. Oh wow, that yeah, and it, it's smoking out of the apple. <laughs> What's he? Oh man! Oh, and he's holding the apple. Yeah, he's holding one, uh, dude. That's Greg as fuck. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's some Greg behavior. Real Greg behavior. Dude, let's start that. Let's just start calling things Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Greg. <laughs> Carl showed up to the park all gregged out last week. Yo, you Greg as yeah. fuck. <laughs> um, but I'm looking at this Lutzka movie poster, and at the bottom it says featuring, which means I'm assuming they're going to try to put words together to talk about Greg. Apple Yard, Chase Gabor, Chris Ortiz, Joe Krolik, Bill Weiss, Ryan DeCenzo, Dave Duncan, Shetty Thomas, Al Partonine, Muska and Manny Santiago. Like, what does Chad Muska have to say about Greg? Yeah, just what? <laughs> Put both of them in one room and see see how that go. See where it oh, goes. Oh fuck! There I would be love a fly to fly on the wall for that. Yeah, or have Gon's weigh in on that. Yeah, Gon's probably doesn't remember him. <laughs> I don't think I met a guy named Greg ever. It's almost like Jordan Peterson when you imitate Gons. It's funny. 150 Um, boards. Who does he think he is? 150 boards. Such a specific number. Yo, didn't he have a a Toyota colorway? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I think it was the Honda Element. Or maybe, yeah, was it Honda Element? Was it? Maybe it was, it was an element. Some, it was some car. car. I remember he had a car sponsor. Yeah. There was a commercial for it. The Lutzka Matrix. Toyota. Yeah, and it had this back sure. little graphic. Yep, I remember that. And now I think he has a Harley Davidson hookup somehow. Mm-hmm. My man was making moves, yo. I don't know. I, I can't speak on the moves, but my man was making moves. It seems interesting how he's done it. I'm looking at, you know, some Google thing that popped up, and it's a tweet from 2018. And he says, The difference between driving a car and riding a motorcycle is the difference between watching TV and actually living your life. Okay, Greg. All right, Greg. <laughs> all right, Greg. I, I see what you're doing. Yeah, didn't this man have a car and now he's like all about motorcycles? Like, what changed in three years? The checks? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, to- Toyota dropped him and then he's like, all right, well, no more four wheeling. It's down to two now. All right. I mean, you, Damn. you really pulling chicks if you pull up in the Toyota Matrix and your name Greg? My man had to get a motorcycle. You got your name on the back way before Instagram handles were on cars. Mm -hmm. He's got the custom fedora print all over top. Yeah, something in that fedora, man. 
making things work. It's like a Ratatouille type deal. He's just making all the right business Fuck. moves for him <laughs> under that fedora. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Why does he pick E4 on the jukebox? Is there any relevance there? Just had to they, pick they something. They don't even show what it is, right? I don't think so. Mm. Episode four. Oh, episode four. Shit. Oh my god, brilliant. E four. Damn, you're a genius for that one. So they did write some of this shit with a clear storyline in mind, like yeah. Better Call Saul, right? Like, oh, this is going to be yeah. a big deal down the road. Let me uh, put this in the air now. Damn. Dude. And then it just it abruptly cuts to Haslam yeah. cruising around. And that's why right. Globe is still around because they're smart with their marketing. That's it. That's the one reason. The one. Dude. Pretty I think they did that in all the episodes where they like give a pre cursor or nod to what's coming up in the next episode. I'm just curious what they did in episode six when it was all over. Now I gotta go back and watch it again. Yeah, now I need a look into this theory um if i remember right episode six wasn't even any one person's episode right it was just the whole team yeah and like a warehouse type shit i believe so yeah like a skate and create looking thing Mm -hmm. anyway we do get this montage with haslam this song was on an ipod i stole in 2011 don't really want to talk about it um but the artist is caribou that album i listened to a lot that year and the year after i think i still have yeah i still have the ipod but they take like 30 minutes to charge up and you have to get the old adapter for it um what did you guys think of this montage anything noteworthy to share aslam was doing them 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 aslam tricks you don't even know what half those tricks are what the feeble over into the bank you don't know what the feeble is <laughs> like that first that first that very first line i was like he really just gonna switch flip that joint and then you'd be like oh oh all right but like yo that i was always a big Ozum fan obviously big dwindle almost fan but like yo he would just do crazy jones and i'd be like i'm gonna do this feeble grind real quick like there was, it, it was like it was nobody to be like, yo, my man, you be doing nolly bigger laser flips. Like, why are you just you just gonna do a feeble grind? I mean, for what it's worth, the man did also do kickflip backsmith at Hollywood High, which you cannot cannot take that away from him. No, no, that's that's my one. Anytime somebody, nah, Chris Lazum does something like, nah, man, boy, did kickflip backsmith Hollywood High, yo, in denim, in denim, in a button up. Yeah, gotta gotta pay your respects. Um, anything else noteworthy in this montage? Yeah, uh, Mac now casually does a uh, Cairo's Ender from uh, Fully Flared. I wrote that too. And it just gets thrown in the middle of a montage. Um, is is that V regular or goofy? Uh, goofy. He's goofy. He's goofy. He's regular. Yeah, I think he did a switch. I never. Ah, he's goofy. He do a switch tray. He's goofy. Is this uh, is Luan in this montage? Yeah. Yeah. He does the um, I think kickflip back tail two seventy shove. Yes. Mm-hmm. LBR's got some good clips in here that I bet a lot of people haven't seen. 
I feel as if all of his documented globe um, this time period was documented somehow. Like all the tricks were like in a sequence or a photo. Like five O switch crook, I'm pretty sure was a sequence. For the, sure. What else? Frontside flip, nose grind might have been a sequence. I think it was like three ads that came out around the same time when he got on that might have had those photos in it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just thinking of Nolly Big Spin over Bezos bump. That was a big one for sure. Yeah, that ad is good. That's one to look back up on YouTube when they had the actual Apple graphic. And I think mm-hmm. they use a Nirvana cover for that ad. That was a good commercial. Yeah, Luan's in this with the uh, nollie flip on flat, very long white t-shirt, and then kick flip back tail <laughs> helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a uh, couple Louis Lopez clips. Probably the first. Oh, that's who that saw. was. Yeah, he had like the the, the pinstripe uh, mm-hmm. long sleeve with the beanie on and hella hair. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some good jaws in here. Yeah. This song works pretty well. I think this is probably one of the better songs of the video. Not because I listened to it on an iPod for a lot of years. Um, <laughs> good good montage track. Yeah. yeah. Keep it moving type shit. I'm jealous of this. I think it's a DiCenzo that has this red, red Dragons t-shirt and red fitted hat red dragons with this frontside flip manual. 180. Oh, yeah. To be in Barcelona. Oh, he, he had a whole like mini section in this. He he threw down. Yeah. So this is a Dicenzo in this? Yeah, that's right. Looks like it. Yeah. Because he ended up having episode five. five. Yep. When he Nali del Toro. Oh, wow. That's in that, huh? Mm hmm. That's how you know Globe was doing shit. Yeah, fakey hard flip Makba. Yeah, yeah. Little David being thrown off of buildings. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's that heel flip on that double set in what Vancouver, something like that. Oh yeah, that's a big John. That thing's gigantic. There's this uh, moment. I think it's starting with Luan. Maybe where it's three tricks that are in striped shirts. Or no, I think <laughs> the hard flip was the first one. Yeah, I think there's a break in between though, because I think of David and this um, Ollie, and then there's David's front side flip, and then there's Luan with two striped mm-hmm. clips. Which really shows the time. I'm not mad about it. I just can't find oh, this. For Lowy sure Lu- or, uh, yeah, this Lowy Lopez clip. <laughs> I think he's only in here one twice. Some three sixty flips. He's not Paul Mac now. This front side feeble two seventy from Haslam looks interesting. I'm curious if that's a globe store. Which apparently they do have. I believe it. Such a weird brand, like wouldn't get caught with it in America, but apparently overseas it just does everything. Mm-hmm. Super weird. 
But yeah, that heel flip's a big one. Um, you got to tip your hat to Globe, though. They are good at forecasting who is going to be good. Yeah, that's a good point. Look at opinion. Chad Fernandez. Chet Thomas. Rodney Mullen. <laughs> Deshaun Mosley. Yeah. Deshaun. Deshaun. Uh, Rodney Mullen bits kind of random, but do you guys want to do a Rodney impression at all? I can't. I can't even do that. All I all I noticed was he had on one of those shirts with the wolves on it. A wolf shirt. Yeah, like a Jamal shirt. Yeah, that that was the my very first. I was like, bro, why he got the Jamal shirt on, yo? He's wearing some baggy pants. How much jean covers his shoe? Oh yeah, shoes was big as shit. Big one, and pants too. But yeah, when I was watching this, I was like, the way he looked at his board when he missed that trick, I was like, yo, he probably just made up six tricks. (laughs) He probably like he's like, damn, I missed that trick. But I just thought of six other tricks that nobody else had never do before. Yeah, that's funny. I'm curious. He looks sad. He looks satisfied with the bell, like. Oh, word? Yeah. He, like, he unlocks something. Yeah. And then he walks by himself in a totally different set of, of clothes. <laughs> like, he just didn't like he just didn't get it that day and had to come back? Uh, it's like, that's, that's the old Rodney. That's the new Rodney. He was here. I was there. Let's do this. What's that MJ line again? Yeah, that's it. I thought about that trick too, like switch nose Manny, fakey three hundred and sixty show. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, yo. Nobody ever was. Nobody would ever would ever do that. Nah. Or the, the the way he yeah. did it, man. Like, yeah. Nobody's looked more regular while skating switch than that clip. Yeah, you know, Ronnie Mullen don't got no stance anymore, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. That sounds so so insane on paper. Then you watch that clip and you're like, "Oh shit, no, that's that's a regular switch trick." Yeah, he's not like tucked in the way a lot of people do switch tricks. Yeah, yeah, the shoulder is going forward. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. He's built different. He is, man. Tents are strong. (laughs) (laughs) I I will always like that finger, like drop the board, finger flip, landing nose, Manny Nolly flip Hmm. out though. Yeah, just the way he kicks the board. The board flips so many times when it's... What is it? Is it Primo and then he kicks it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Primo. He kicks it. It flips like four times and he lands in manual. Yeah, and that finger flip to nose manual. Nolly flips good. I don't think you can Manny bust that one. No. Have you ever tried to do that? Just like stand just stand there try to nose Manny Nolly flip? No, way harder than you would ever imagine. I bet. All right. I will say one thing about this video that annoys me. I didn't bring it up with Mumford and Sons, but Ronnie does it also where their board graphic is facing out. Like they'll hold their board and their graphic is facing out. It bothers me, but I have a theory that they do that so that whenever the camera's filming them, they can see the sponsors and all the stickers are on their board even though it's like bad move and you'll rip your sweatshirt kind of thing. 
marketing. Marketing. And if you peep, if you peep Rodney Mullins board, that was I think that was one of the first uh, Uber Light boards. Uber Light, that's what it was. I was trying to remember, which I almost caved and bought one of them Jones on Cyber Monday, but shoot. Uh, <laughs> That shit was like 120 bucks. Yeah, to jump. Just, yeah. Right? Like, 120 yeah. bucks. 120 I want bucks. it, but I could never. I was terrified that I would get it and it would somehow get hit by a car and I would uh-huh. be furious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all, it, all that tech, all that weird tech shit, like, it never panned out. Like, you remember Pop War? Mm-hmm. Like, they had that little teardrop shape on the, the truck hole. Like, that should have worked. The pop war went under before they ever even had a chance to become anything. Element had those fiber strips that never went anywhere. Skated one of those. I was, I was hardcore supporter of the almost impact supports. I'm not going to lie. Not because I was jumping off of anything, but because they actually did stay stiff for crazy long. Crazy I, long. Yeah. I think that's the only one that lasted the test of time. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to talk about like LibTech, if they're still around. Nah, we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> exactly. Moving on to Don Combs part. Nobody really wears tie-dye nowadays in the skate scene. Why is that? Shoot. I'll rock it every once in a while, but that's because I had a white t-shirt and I spilled mustard on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good recovery. You know? mm. I had to tie-dye it. It, it was... Like- uh, Oh, what, what? It was a Death Wish uh, Antoine Dixon shirt. He's just doing like the, the Black Power Fist. Oh, mm-hmm. like, that one. Shit, I can't let this shirt go to waste. No, that's a legendary shirt. Yeah, I'll rock that one forever. That's a good move. Ever spill something on a white shirt? Just tie-dye, John. Tie-dye. Yo, it, I swear you wouldn't even be able to tell, but that's <laughs> the only time you'll see me rocking tie-dye. I got a job and shit. I can't be seen rocking tie-dye. Come on. Yeah, you're working with what you got. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> uh, I love that Duncombe doesn't seem to take anything serious. He'll, he'll, he'll fuck around with some like body burial, body burial, some foot plant shit. The, that little roller flip out of the 50, 50, whatever you call that. Mm-hmm. And then he'll just, he'll do some gnarly like gaps, rails, transition he he's got a really well-rounded part like surprisingly for someone who seems to just be skating whenever he wants to skate yeah like you could tell he was good at skateboarding and like even though he's good it wasn't all about being good like he definitely just did a bunch of dork around shit yeah he seems like he's having a good time when you're drunk most of the time. And he's not yeah, I was going to that. Most likely yeah. to skate to a song that has beer in it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Didn't we already give that award to Pat Duffy? Uh, I don't think it's as prevalent as it would be with Jake Duncombe, though. No, you're right. It should go to Duncombe. I think Duncombe's very forward of like, I'm always having fun. And Duffy seems like a behind the scenes, yeah, kind of guy. Yo, this really is a lot of tie dye, <laughs> and the long sleeve tie dye rare. Hmm.
is that Nolly Nose Manual 360 shove in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. The, the rare rare time when that spot was skate stopped because that spot has not been knobbed for a long time. Huh. That's the post office, right? Yes, it is. Okay. I know my child. Only Chicago clip in the whole video as far as I know. It's pretty random. It could have easily passed off as somewhere else too, the way they film it. It really yeah. could because you got that big ass red sculpture right behind you and they didn't film that they just but would have taken away from all the color on his shirt <laughs> this is kind of uh, a, a good use of this table i don't I, I don't think it's been called out as a fake spot but he uh has this table set up after a curb cut and he ollies over it and 50 50 is a red curb and then rotates mm-hmm. it and does kickflip back nose blunt. And it's definitely leaking towards fake spot because why the fuck would you sit at a picnic table on the sidewalk? That's a good point. I didn't even think about that, but that table's got no business there. Yeah. So that I was dis- I was distracted by how off axis the camera was. <laughs> And I think they use that advantage to like try and make you not think about it. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Camera tricks. I'm like, oh, the camera trick, but it films, it fills up the timeline and we got two tricks out of it. So run them. I just wish I could make out, I think it's a Pet Boys where this is filmed, this red sign. I can't quite make it out. Rare burgundy pants in that first uh, line that he has. I, I still co-sign burgundy pants. Uh, I don't know what everybody's got against that shit. Nothing against it, just noteworthy. Danny Brady, right. fan of the yes, burgundy exactly. pants. Don Combe, fan of the burgundy pants. They're out there in the world. I think Austin <laughs> Stevens might also be a member. That that tracks. Was it was it the uh uh the, the Tom Penny outledge that Don Combe does the no slide big spin on? Mm-hmm. It was okay, yeah. The Ardo was... one. Yeah, I think you might mean Ardo minefield. What did Arto do on it? Tail side kick flip, front board shove, front tail two seventy. Damn, I forgot about that video. <laughs> minefield. Yeah, that's an interesting video to forget. It's cool, man. Yeah. I'd be forgetting about that one too. I don't know, man. Uh, the, the, that's another episode, then. Yeah, that's a long uh, ass. That, that, that would that would be a good one to watch. That would be that would be a damn good one, actually. We'll have to revisit it. That's a that's a lot of ups and a lot of downs. That's our Lutzka jukebox selection MF. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He does this one kickflip over this bank that like is super well done at sixteen twenty eight. You can see his Volcom sticker through the handrail, and someone's filming there. There are like a lot of filmers in these shots too for the second angles. I'm noticing. Mm-hmm. The kickflip's hella good. He clears it. Oh, like yeah. yeah. I don't even think that he was... needed a frontside flip it because he evades all of the dirt and stairs and makes it past all that. Yeah. The the, uh, the the kickflip he did on that little mega ramp, that was damn good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
crazy catch. Apple Yard yeah. is psyched on it too. You can see him in that. <laughs> he puts a little hurt on this uh, this uphill uh, bank, like grind bank. Yeah, that spot looks fun. Yeah, it looks. Like uh, I want to go to that spot. Another feeble grind on a flat bar in this video. <laughs> Good crook on it though. Good mix of spots. Yeah, not afraid to eat the skate park and get a clip. Yeah, there are a few. The, this think... episode especially had park yeah. a lot. I think that was yeah. on purpose, but and Nolly yeah, Bixman's right. too. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about that Nolly back three? That that bumped. Yeah, barrier. yeah. That was one I made a note of. He is well for that. Yeah. Right, like it looked good, but it, like it only looked as good as that trick can look. Yep. Just got Lido's the Fromar. Does he Facts. Does he do nothing switch in this part? I don't think I saw anything that was switch. Dang, good call, good call. I don't think so. I have to Does he switch one eighty into that nose manny? Switch one eighty into that nose manny? Did he switch front one nose manny and then big spin out? Uh Backside flip manual is what I recall. Nolly knows manual three shove is what I recall. I don't think switch uh, front side one eighty counts as a switch trick. Uh, that's what I was saying. Like like that's as close as he comes switch one eightying into a nose manny. So. And you can't claim the fifty fifty body varial body varial is nah, nah. half of a switch trick either. No, that's yeah, true. No. Can't claim that. Oh, he does. Oh fuck! I thought it was good with the. Nothing switch, but yeah, that switch 180 nose manual, big spin. I mean, it's like in on a technicality. And I think that might be the third Nolly big spin trick of the video. Mm-hmm. What a time for it. Who's going to bring back the Nolly big spin? <sighs> well, I ran that shit for a minute, but that's just because I wasn't good enough to do any other real tricks. <laughs> I don't think I've ever popped one. <laughs> Skate park hip, Nolly Big Spin, that that's that feels good. Yeah. Might have to pull one. Dude, this air into this blind bank is great. Oh, the, the twice indoor, uh, sequence of park. it. Crazy shit. Yeah. Was this around that era, too, that he went on the king of the road and did that full cab flip over the spine? Did he? I can't remember what year it was. It might have been a little after this. but I don't know. I'll have to revisit that. This ender's good, though. Crook, pop, oh, yeah. all four wheels. Yeah. Very Those good. tricks on the, the, um, the rail sticking out of the whatever the hell. That was pretty crazy. That could have went very, very wrong, very, very oh, easily. Oh yeah, he does like a front feeble on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that one it looked good too. I don't know. Pretty good video. I think the song I could have done without, but otherwise, I think this part seems like fun. Uh, it closes and they have this board that they keep updating after every episode and it really frustrates me that they spell everyone's name wrong in it <laughs> like really frustrates frustrates me there's apple like a, iard 
There's mole n mom for for yeah latka like the taxi driver character or taxi character latka <laughs> played by andy kaufman latka's getting the next video and then they spelled duncombe's name wrong i'd be i don't know i personally i wouldn't let that slide i should have put greg on there <laughs> greg <laughs> And it's spelled correctly. Yeah, Craig. No, no mistype, nothing. Or they put it away from all the other names, so it's he's in yeah, yeah, his own. Over on the other side, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> or they use those refrigerator magnets to spell out Greg. Oh, okay. color. <laughs> Wilden. <laughs> uh, wow. All right. Probably the shortest video we've talked about, but let's do... It's got to be, right? Yeah, I'm not mad about it. I want to do the other ones real bad because these are easy to look at and ponder. And now I'm just curious what happens in episode four because that Lutzka song is still stuck in my head after all these years. And I listened to that song quite a bit this week, unapologetically. Um, All right. Who won the video, Brian? Man, I mean, at, like looking back at it now, uh, Mullen, because I think this was his last video like appearance in, in in like a real skate video. I think you might be right. Um, at the time, you know, I don't think anybody knew that. Like, we all thought there was going to be a round four and all that shit. That's true. Uh, Desenzo left an impact. Desenzo, really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Desenzo wins for Brian. Tracy, who won the video for you? Uh, I'm I'm still thinking. Come back to me. Okay. I'm going to say that Apple Yard won the video. He has probably the least amount of effort, but all of his tricks are the most memorable. And he looks pretty cool doing tricks that not many people could pull off. So Apple Yard. That's who won for me. Have you thought of someone, Tracy? Winner. Uh, I'm going to say... Damn, that is a tough call. That is a tough call. Who won the video? Whoever that that is that did that Nolly Hill down the big six. Is that Desenzo? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Good Nolly Hill. Good Nolly Hill. Cannot take mm-hmm. that away from them. Okay. Brian, who lost the video? Uh, I mean, that's tough. I don't think there was a real loser in this. Uh, Not even Greg? I mean, I don't have any problems with his output. Maybe he left that full tray of what might have been biscuits and gravy on the counter. Yeah, it seems a little early for a soda as well. (laughs) Uh, good fakey flip though you can't take that away from him that fakey flip over yeah yeah and and he did a backside flip too right like that motherfucker does not do backside flips yeah 
Yeah. I learned a new sure. trick just for this video. <laughs> Louis, he left no impression. Thank you. He was, he was in it technically. Shit, I, I didn't even know he was in it. Yep. Exactly. Louis. That's that's how you lose a video right there. Louis Lopez lost. It even sounds good to say. <laughs> this backside flip, Luska does is really impressive though. And why the fuck is this pole so goddamn high? This thing's like three poles <laughs> high off of a loading dock. That's almost as high. <laughs> You think it's a fake pole? They put it there, dude. I'm questioning. Oh, now I'm looking at it again, and oh, that, it, it's it let's looks, go 100. It looks like the same spot where the poles are, and then they put this then, fence uh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that? I think the the foundation looks the same. Yeah, I think it's just like mm-hmm. further down. I think you might even be able to see it in uh-huh. the clip. Or maybe it's the same spot. It's hard to say. Oh, yeah, you can kind of see the mm. poles. I think it's the same thing. I think so. Because of this blue. like Yeah. The foundation's crumbling. Yeah. Even that building in the background is looking the same color. Yeah. It's very possible that it's the same spot. Because in the background, yeah. you can see some poles. It, but I could be wrong. Who knows? Fakey flipping shorts, though. All right. Louis Lopez lost. Um out of eight hardware pieces, Brian, what would you rate it? Uh, all right, yeah. As as a standalone piece, I'm going five. Uh, narrative's weird. It's 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 short. It's kind of all over the place, but good skating, decent soundtrack, rewatchability's high. But it's especially helped because of how short it is. You don't think that speaks to the time, how it's a shorter video that was originally just for Fuel TV? Oh, no. I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely what it is. But that, like, if I'm putting this up against another video that we've reviewed, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hold it. I'm going to hold it against it. Okay, fair. You know? Makes sense to me. Tracy, what about you out of... Eight hardware pieces, eight being the best. What would you rate this thing? Do I need to say who lost first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Who lost? No, no, no. Uh, who did the Nolly shove nose Manny Nolly tray out and damn near fell off their board? Dicenzo, right? Oh, it was Dicenzo, yep. That was a bad John. They should have cut that line, yo. <laughs> the, the front the front shove nose ground on 80 after was, was like perfect, but. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could play the bus up, bus up noise when he did that. <laughs> that would that would be perfect. Valid point. Valid. Like, like that Nolly Hill was perfect, but that Nolly Trey in the out of the nose, Manny was like mm-hmm. struggling. But uh, out of eight horror pieces, I'd say four. Um, the montages saved the video a hundred percent. Yeah, the montages and. The montages saved the video. There was, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of park footage, so I guess I'm a little biased on that. Like, I think if they would have made, this almost looks like a tour video where they just didn't get enough footage on the tour, and they was like, uh, everybody send us what footage you got. Damn, yeah. But um, I do like it. I mean, for... 
out of all the since I watched all these today, this is probably the one I would watch the least. Fair. Out of all the United by Fates, uh, I don't think it's a problem that it's short. I wish Mumford's part was like a minute longer. Like I really did enjoy his part, but the, you know, if you really like watch, bro, it's a lot of slow motion on this, which is kind of crazy since like slow motion's the hot shit now. But like, there's a whole lot of we're globe and we're walking in slow motion with our boards and our sneakers. Like, I mean, I get it; it's marketing; it's what it's supposed to be. But like, photography, like trying to watch through this straight without skipping stuff while talking to y'all was very, very difficult. Yeah, yeah. I'd rate it a solid four. Like, I watched it a uh, maybe when you first told us to watch it, and I said, "Yo, this is online." I didn't watch it again after that. I watched it twice earlier and then just running through it now. Say a solid four. Okay. Solid four. I'm into that. I'm going to give it a four if it didn't have that one montage song and five because it does have that montage song. (laughs) Because like you guys said, the montage has kind of saved this thing. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts, noteworthiness from this talk? on United by Fate episode tree. Uh, I also have an upload of this on my YouTube page that uh, has a, somewhere around 5,000 views. <laughs> so if y'all want to bump up my numbers, uh, I'd appreciate it. The YouTube for Globe has this at 21,000. Yeah, I need to catch up, man. I need to catch yeah. up. And that was posted I'm... in 2013 when this came out. 2008 mm-hmm. or so kind of surprised surprised it took them so long well they they hosted it on their own crappy website oh. uh which is why i ended up i didn't even put it on youtube i put it on google video back when that was a thing <laughs> nice. uh because this was right like after i tore my achilles and i was just chronically online because i couldn't really do anything so i just took a bunch of videos and put them on google video that one ended up transferring over to my YouTube page. Very Still nice. there. They have no reason to keep it there. I just think it's kind of funny. It shows the time. Kind of like uh, mini episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to email Globe and see if I can get a pair of the Austin Gillette shoe for everyone that's on this. Would you guys wear that shoe? What them Jones look like? Yeah. Let's take a look at it first. Yeah, yeah. Take, a, take a peek. Can you see if they got any Rodney Mullins, Joe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, knowing, knowing how Austin dresses, I don't know if I'm going to like this shoe at all. I'm just curious because it looks, it's like, you know, one of those shoes that doesn't look like a skate shoe that you just oh, yeah. can't help but look at it and think, like, what? How oh, like- Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, it's ugly as shit. Oh, do I really want to look this up? I mean, you want to have a good little laugh? Austin Gillette shoes. Oh, man. Yeah, bro, I'm not wearing that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they $120? <laughs> I'm going to ask them all of these things and report back in the next episode. This will be the Lutzka jukebox moment of the episode where I email Globe yeah. and I say, tell us about the design for the Austin Gillette shoe. How did it get priced at $110? And do you have any size nines 
to send. And I'll report back. I'll send those three questions. That'll be the cliffhanger. I'm trying to see if they have a current version of Rodney Mullins. <laughs> while you're uh, <laughs> while you're doing that, you've been listening to all my skate videos. I've been Carl. That's also been Brian and Tracy. Thanks for joining us. You can find us on Instagram at all my skate videos. You could shoot us an email at amsvpod at gmail.com or just slide in the DM. I took uh, some time away from the social media. I took off a nice month from Instagram, but I check it every now and again. Still making this thing. Support at patreon.com slash all my skate videos. This has been fun. We'll uh, probably review the other episodes in uh, the United by Fate series. Tracy, did you have a final thought you were mouthing? Uh, uh, I'm just looking at what's on the Globe site and, uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it looks like they made a, a Volk skate high out of what looks like the old Chet Thomases. Yep. Yep. And they $120? It's real bad. Yo. Yo. I, I, I mean, I, I honestly didn't know what the current state of Globe shoes looked like. Um, I don't really no disrespect to Austin Gillette, but I don't pay attention to Austin Gillette. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I will say that uh, this made me want to go watch Opinion. That Chad Fernandez part bumps every time. Yeah. Every time. Hell yeah! Nineteen sixty-five. Did, did y'all do Opinion before I jumped on here? No, we should do that. Oh, no, I haven't done that one yet. Yeah, I know it's a. <laughs> It's a long one, but I would sit through it. And I would review that, I think. Yeah. I'm honestly about to watch that right now. <laughs> All right. We'll make that uh, up on okay. the queue. All right. Cool. Take care, everybody. Be safe. Y'all be good. Thanks. Peace. Bye.